Prepare to be astonished. It's that time again. Let's get started. From the Clatsop County Historical Society, an adventure in history with Matt Burns and Alana Quila. You should never be allowed to talk to people. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking. And now, with today's adventure, it's Mac and Alana. Good evening and welcome back. It's another adventure in history. I'm Alana Quigula with Providence Eastside Hospital. Here tonight, Mac Burns, Executive Director of Clatsop County Historical Society. And we have a very um, special guest here tonight. Special. You're back to special. I'm back to special. You've rotated through all of your adjectives. Well, she is special. (laughs) She's intriguing. She's adventurous. Maybe adventurous is a better one. Yes, I like that one. Kind. Yeah. Am I doing okay? You are, but you're not giving any clues. Do you want to give us a clue without saying your name yet? About yourself. Something about yourself. Why would people know who you are? Insurance agent. There we go. That that narrowed it down somewhat. (laughs) (laughs) And we waited until after tax season, although I do know that tax season is never really ever, ever over. But that big date is done. So we have Linda Dugan, Win Stanley, here tonight with... With us. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, great. So but we had a big event we didn't talk about last week that we you did. were you were a part of tangentially. I don't know how yes. you, you well, were forced Mark, into it. I was not forced into it. My <laughs> Mark, uh, Quila, the director of the CMH, Columbia Memorial Hospital Foundation, had an amazing event. It was a Kentucky Derby style event on the gr- grounds of the hospital. Um, really fun. They raised lots of money, $400,000 plus. Sweet. Um, so really just impressive, and fun. And a first, first time event. And it's, it's like their first event in like eight years. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, it's the first live event, of course, in a couple of years. But um, for, were there for big, their hospital. Were there big hats? Because it was a Kentucky Derby oh, theme. It was gorgeous. Yes. Everyone really got into it. I loved it. I loved the colors. There were even some men that were in like the seersucker kind of suits that matched the women. Like, I mean, No, I didn't notice that. Did the two of you match? Because I noticed that he was in kind of We kind did. Of an outfit. We coordinated. Coordinated. Yes, I had right. a yellow hat and he had a yellow bow tie. Well, there you go. Yep. Yeah. So it was fun. Yes. Well, congratulations so, to, yeah. to Mark and to Columbia Memorial. They did a great job. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Their foundation event committee is amazing. Though I have to, as the Oregon Film Museum and the, the local Goonies guy, I have to always look down my nose at anything on the former Warren Field besides a <laughs> victory pyramid. Right. <laughs> well, we did kind of stumble around a little bit and somebody's like, well, can't, you know, you know, what, this is a garden and stuff. And I was like, yeah, but it used to be a football field. It used to be a football field. <laughs> you know, so we're all like stumbling in our high heels. I still remember the last time we we had Cooney's Day that we actually had the Glam Tram and we're giving driving tours of all the shot in Astoria locations. As we approach Warren Field, I had to say to the 15 Goonies fans on board <laughs> that this is where Warren Field was in the Victory Pyramid and it's no longer that. It's now a cancer center. Right. And my favorite, and I wish I had a recording, one guy goes, oh, man. And I said, it's a cancer center. I know. Hard to be against. And he kind of stopped as everybody else glared at him. He said, okay, but I still can't be happy about it. So, Well, since we've got a guest, we should get yes, right to the uh, big history highlights. So these are things that happen tomorrow, yep. uh, things to celebrate or, or conversation starters. So May 16th, 1817. The Mississippi River Steamboat Service begins. 
Oh, fun. Doesn't that seem really early? 1817. Yes. Mark Twain. Well, he's not doing it yet. Right. Steamboats. Steamboats are coming. Uh, 1860, Chicago, the uh, Republican convention selects Abraham Lincoln as the candidate. There you go. Abe. He's going to be the guy. 1860. (laughs) Uh, 1866, Charles E. Hires invents Hires root beer. Oh. Did that, did that become something? <laughs> do you not know Hire's Root Beer? I do not know Hire's Root Beer. Well, what's your root beer of choice if what? you had to drink root beer? A&W. A&W? Yeah. Do you and know Hire's? No. Was that the original root beer? I don't know. No, no. I, I, maybe, maybe it's do just... Do you an, know Hire's I do. Maybe, oh, you maybe, do. Maybe it's an East Coast thing. <laughs> oh. I should have done more research. Yeah. I didn't know that this would be, be a, okay. a shock to There's to a our, future show on root beer, folks. <laughs> There Stay might be. Tuned. I remember like dad's root beer. That's right. still Oh, that around. was a good one, right? Mm-hmm. A&W, Hires, and there's one more, there but I can't think more. of it. There is one more. Let's see. 1891. We'll see if this one's a national company or not. George A. Hormel and Company established Geo A. Hormel and Company, Hormel Foods Corporation in Minnesota. Okay. Yes, I do know. Okay. Yeah, still around. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Has it been that long since I've been a grocery store? Foods, yeah. yep. <laughs> 1929, first Academy Awards ceremony. Oh, I saw mm. that. And I believe the Goonies was awarded something. No, no, it was not. Uh, 1939, U.S. food stamps are first issued. Oh, right. And I never would have guessed the city. In Rochester, New York. Oh. Home of Kodak, 1939. Huh, Were they okay. laying everybody off? Was there nobody Interesting. working? 1965, the Campbell Soup Company introduces... Spaghettios. Oh, it's a favorite in my house. <laughs> Is it? Of, yes, for the six and younger. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was Mark's favorite. No. Uh, 1985, the discovery of the ozone hole is announced. Okay. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, 2019, the last episode of The Big Bang Theory <laughs> airs after 12 seasons. Not quite mm-hmm. history. Sure it is. No. Or because it's not old enough, it's 2019. Right. Because you have a 10-year rule. 20-year rule. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was never a fan of the show until I was in the hospital, and I couldn't change the channel, and it was on. <laughs> it's a cute show. <laughs> and the remote was out. Of, I couldn't even turn the, the sound up or down or change the channel or turn the TV off. And it was like some marathon, and I watched like four episodes, oh. and I thought, this is actually pretty good. That's cute. So I became a fan after that. Yeah. But it was like already season like seven or eight. Yeah, it's an eclectic <laughs> cast, too. Very but our uh, history highlight of the day, the thing I think had the most impact on history... 1862, Jean-Joseph Etienne Lenore builds the first automobile. Oh. He's the guy that invented the uh, combustible engine. <laughs> so probably so, had a big impact on history. Probably, I don't yes. know. If, I don't know if anything happened with that car invention, but yeah. 1862, that seemed really early to me. That well. does seem, mm-hmm. yep. So well, you missed a president one. Miss? 1868, President Andrew Johnson is acquitted during Senate impeachment. Love, I love presidential impeachments <laughs> by one vote <laughs> cast by Edmund G. Ross. That Edmund G. Ross, I know we can't. Count I just think on it's him. such an interesting system. I mean, it is, I think that's a checks and balance right there. Well, so how did they choose the one vote? I wonder if it was the last one, right? Yeah. It would be the last, the last guy. Yeah. He suddenly realized I've got all the power, <laughs> yeah, and he said, Both sides, what are you going to do for me? I quit it. See, see, I didn't mention that one because he's in my list of bad presidents. Well, that's still. So we do not discuss him. Oh. <laughs> well, another reason to make the list. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Although I don't know about impeachment because what they brought him up on was pretty pretty lame in the big scheme of things. It was very uh, just a political hit job. Okay. It wasn't real. I mean, it was because he wasn't Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> big he, shoes to fill. He literally. was not. Yes. Because Lincoln had big feet. Oh. All right, but moving okay. on. Moving on. Because <laughs> we could get really bogged down in me and presidential trivia. Yes. So. So instead, let's talk adventures and let's talk. Um, Linda, well, well, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here in on the North Coast. Um, so, um, so my parents were originally from Oregon, and um, we were with my dad's job. We moved all over the U.S. But um, after my sister and I were out of the house, they moved back to Oregon, and they they purchased the coast to coast store in Warrington. It was oh. downtown Warrenton, and and then when um, my husband at that time, Ron and I, when he graduated from um, college, we decided to come up here. We took over the store, so um, so we came up here. It's funny because we were we met in Southern California, and then we're in San Francisco, and then came up here, and we had six kids up here. And I remember people in Southern California, how can you raise your kids in such a small community? But it was actually <laughs> a very wonderful, you know, small community. They could be leaders and. And so, so what did your father do that you moved all around the country? He worked for Western Union, and he was actually doing computers, um, kind of setting up the, working at Air Force bases, setting up the communication systems, which I think is the base for the Internet, to the, kind of the same, they're using the same communication systems. That, huh. Anyway, kind of the base. So were you, did, were you living on the bases or no, were you just nearby? We did it. Yeah, okay. he wasn't actually in the military, but he worked on the bases setting mm-hmm. up. Yeah, so we lived nearby. Yeah, so we moved about every year all over the U.S. So, oh, my God. So I can walk into a room of strangers. I think you can too, Alana, huh? <laughs> walk into a room of strangers and be very comfortable because, yeah, I was at a different school every year. I went to three high schools. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah I so. can't even imagine. So where, where did you graduate high school? Where was um, the final in, year? Um, in Irvine, California, in Southern California. Yeah. And then you stayed there and went to college. Yeah, and then we yeah, and then went up to San Francisco and finished college there. And so we moved from Southern California to San Francisco, and everybody said, oh, you're moving where it's raining, and then San Francisco up here, oh, you're moving where it's raining all the time. <laughs> so, you could keep so going we, north. <laughs> still Alaska. <laughs> we had that gradual, yeah. yeah. So anyway. And so what, what, what did you major in? What did you want to do with your life back then? Um, so I started out with accounting. I got associates in accounting and worked in county departments for a couple of years, and um, I'm more of a self-employed entrepreneur type person, so that didn't work. And then, um, then they actually went in. My husband Ron was in biology, so I got a bachelor's in um, plant ecology. And then we moved up here and ended up taking over a business. But I always felt like in ecology, the path of least resistance is how you say it. So it worked, you know, being a manager, you just set up your systems when you're working with your, you know, people working with you, path of least resistance, trying to get them to move the way you want them to go. And he had a a background in biology, but ended up in, yeah. yeah. Well, he was working for, um, he, working for a a person that was converting um, old hotels and motels into apartment buildings in San Francisco, so he did a lot of the plumbing and electrical, so that's how he got into it. Yeah, he could do the hardware store. Yeah, and so then you guys could just step right in because that building's still there. Yes, right it is. there on Main Street. Yes, it's gone yeah. through lots of. And which building is that for those of well, us that do not know? What Warrington, is it called? That have never visited Warrington. Is, is it going to be changed to a? Um, it's right across the well from where City Hall used to be. I know. Um, 
it uh, was a thrift store, wasn't it, just recently? And now it's, I, somebody said it's going to be a brewery. I don't oh, know. Oh, well, that but, would be lovely. Yeah. Okay. It's um, kind of catty corner from the post office, I guess. Okay. Across from the, um, it's a Mexican restaurant, isn't yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then we eventually moved out where Walgreens is now. We had a oh. store out there and closed that in 03. Yeah. And six kids. So yeah. You, so what were the ages of those six kids then when you moved here? Um, so we had um, d- we had two at that time. So one was three and one was one. And then we had f- um, the other four here. And they're about almost 17 years apart between the oldest and youngest. Wow. Yeah. And so um, so they tra- their travel, my oldest went to China right out of college. And then some of the younger ones we took over to China. And I think when kids are younger and you take them overseas, they get more interested. So I have three that are out of the country right now. One's um, Kelly and her family's in Istanbul. And then my youngest is in Istanbul, Adam. And then Andrew's in Mexico City right now. Oh, my goodness. And so so it's perfect for the travel. Yes. You know, <laughs> especially when you're in Istanbul, you go anywhere. It's pretty cheap to travel anywhere else. You've got so. built-in uh, bases to yes. work off of. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So now, you said that your parents had been from Oregon and then mm-hmm. retired back to Oregon. Where in Oregon were they from? So, um, so they met in Roseburg is where they were going to high school. Uh, my mom was actually um, born in Camas, Washington, and she lives in Vancouver right now. So that's what I think is. Oh so wow! My my dad just passed away in January, but they they ended up in Vancouver. So it's funny how she's back, kind of circled around. Right, right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so. was it just the opportunity to buy the store, or was there an attraction to warrant? So my my grandparents, my mom's parents, um, lived in Seaside. So. Um, they bought the house there in 54, so we'd always come back for summer vacations. So I think when they were looking in Oregon, it, there was that one in Warrington. They were familiar with the area. Sure. And so, yeah, so that's why. So what's so funny is I vacationed in Seaside every summer. Now my husband is city manager in Seaside, so it's, <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it's funny how it kind of circles around. <laughs> I yeah. love it all that. Comes, we yeah. all come back. Right. <laughs> well, that's what I was, I was going to lead up to. So, had you ever seen Warrington before, or before you decided to move up here? But obviously, you yes. were familiar with the area, so you yeah. knew what you were getting into. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. kept you here all of these years? Because obviously, your children have now spread out. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I think um, I, I just, yeah, I do. I love it. I love the people. Um, in fact. That was one thing I was thinking about this coming here. One thing I was thinking about when we first moved here, I remember you'd go to meetings um, where there'd be controversy, you know, like different meetings where people would have different ideas, land use or something. And you'd go into those meetings and everybody would just be really angry at the meeting, kind of like attorneys do when they're arguing a case. But as soon as you walked out, everybody's best friends. <laughs> you and, sound like my husband. <laughs> I know, and I just love that. It still happens. Yeah, and and like, you know, something might go sideways in your world, but people don't remember that, you know? They just, you're still best friends with everybody, and that's what I love about this community. And I just, you know, things have changed the last few years, and I just hate for us to lose that because that's what's really special about this community. Like I say, you can just be like the attorneys are, just like you're so angry at each other. But as soon as you leave, you're best friends, you know? And I just... (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I do too, and that's very well put because I, I hate if certain issues that 
suddenly you're a horrible person if you don't agree with me. Mm-hmm. But no, we can both have opinions, and there's a rationale for that. And, and we're mm-hmm. not bad people if we disagree about filling whatever issue of the day you want, mm-hmm. <laughs> going back 30 years to 20 years to 10 years, five years to today. Mm-hmm. We still all want the best for our communities mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and mm-hmm. we need to remember that. So yeah. um, I love the, the metaphor for just lawyers doing their job and yep. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at each other and then your friends outside. I know. They go to lunch together right after. Right. <laughs> so do you see yourself then staying here? Um, um, yes. Um, we're going to, this will be our base. I say um, we want to keep traveling. So Mark and I have been traveling. Um, and I can work remotely with my insurance agency, and especially after COVID. You know, people are so used to working remotely now. Yeah. And he's going to retire soon. And so, um, so we'll have this as our base and then just keep traveling. And I'll keep my agency here. And yeah, so it, yeah, and we love, I've, we've got a little place that we can see the river. It's just, every place you go, you know, Astoria is really the most beautiful place, you know, in Seaside and Warrington, so. I remember you, a couple years ago when you and Mark were just starting to date, mm-hmm. and you said, I just don't want to give up this view. I mean, because you <laughs> knew it. You knew this, like, that yes. was your gem. Like, you had worked so hard to have this uh-huh. this view of the river, and so you yeah. did uh-huh. to keep that. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so okay. that's neat. So should we say that Astoria is better than Seaside? Well, I think she just did. <laughs> oh, okay. Although she, she did a very quick recovery yeah. and added a comma. I did. And another comma. And Warrington. Yeah. <laughs> and we love Seaside, too, of course. See, I choose to look at it, and this is where you can tell I'm not a native, but I choose to look at it as Clats of County. It is uh-huh. all, yes. And mm-hmm. there's different, just like if you said, I love Astoria, mm-hmm. well, there's probably a particular neighborhood you're really thinking of when you say that, mm-hmm. but you're including all of Astoria. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I tend to include all of Clatsop County. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like... That's my for, out. There you go. Well, that's like for tourism. We say, what, Astoria is the historical, Seaside's at Disneyland, the Northwest, and Cannon Beach is the romance. So, yeah. yeah. And Warrington is where we live. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to, I was about to say, uh-oh, yeah. Lana's about to get her hackles up. What about Warrington? Well, well uh, Warrington's where all the stores are. Huh? There you go. Well, Warrington has Lewis and Clark. We have the beach. And, yeah. and you have uh, you the Peter Airedale. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. two of the most iconic, right? after the Flavel House, the Heritage Museum, the Oregon Film Museum, and the Uptown <laughs> Firefighters Museum. It's way down <laughs> but, but besides those, it's right besides at the top. Besides those. <laughs> if we were Portland, we would all just be Portland. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, view of the river. What... Um, what do you like about looking at the river? Because I'm always curious because uh, some locals just don't, they don't appreciate it oh, anymore. It's just peaceful for me. Yeah, it's just peace. Yeah, that's all I can say. You just look out and you can see Washington, you know, the green on Washington and yeah, and the, the boats. Yeah, it's just peaceful. So I love the boats changing with the tide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ones that are, that yeah, are they docked turn. out there. That's yeah. just something about that. And then watching the bar pilots, the river pilots mm-hmm. make the exchange. And then I love when there's snow across the river mm-hmm. on, oh, yeah, on the, the hilltops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, yeah, if the clouds come in, you can't even see them. And so it's like it just kind of ends. Yeah. It's just all those things are fun. Yeah. Right. And I always, the historian in me always has to think back to 100 years ago when those houses were built on the hill. They were all facing the other way because nobody wanted to look at the mm-hmm. waterfront, that dirty, working, smoggy, oh, disgusting mm-hmm. waterfront. And now mm-hmm. that's what that's what we all love. That's why we choose mm-hmm. to live here. We love it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so Linda, tell us a little bit about your business. When did you uh, figure out that was your niche and that 
that well, you wanted to go into insurance with, well, uh, in, with your own business. So, so when I, yeah, when I had the retail business, yeah, I would have never thought. So then I started working for attorneys for a while after we closed the store to learn the office. And, but I still had that where I need to work for myself. I just don't, I, to be honest, I don't do well working for others. So, so um, but I wanted, I knew I wanted to travel. So what could I do that I could travel and own a business? And so insurance kind of worked well because you can do things remotely. And so, um, so um, Darlene Warren and Farmers in Warrington, she, she suggested it. So I worked with them for a little bit and then I just, again, have to do my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> And so, so I decided to start the agency. And so, yeah, it's just, it's worked really well for me. It's because I'm independent yeah. and I can, you know, decide how I want to grow. I love growing businesses, you know, it's just as fun. So. And how did you grow the business? What did you have to do to, to make it so work? It is, and yeah, grow? it's hard because you have to get appointed with insurance um, companies. And um, so there's some groups you can get into to get some of those appointments. And then, um, you know, well, first of all, you have to take the classes and get the license and everything. But then, then to start an agency, you have to yeah, have those relationships with insurance companies. So that's the biggest challenge. And then, of course, getting people to take you seriously because you've just started an agency. The health insurance, um, the Affordable Care Act started in 2014, I think, and I started the agency in 2012, and so um, a lot of health insurance agents didn't want to deal with the changes, and um, so it was kind of a niche I could step into, and that's worked really well. Most of my business, now, I do auto, home, and commercial, but most of it's health and Medicare right now because I just stepped into that niche, and it just mm -hmm. took off, yeah. Interesting. So. And how many clients or accounts do you have? What's, so what's I've got close to 800 clients right now, and that's probably about maxed out. I've, I've, over the years, I've had different people work with me, but that's been difficult. Insurance <laughs> is hard because you're between the client and the insurance company. You're kind of the mediator, and you have to interview and make sure you match and you know their, what they need, mm -hmm. match the, you know, the insurance to what they really need. And um, so, so I'm by myself now, which is working fine. And then, do you like your boss? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. This is how I work best. <laughs> well, she's got this employee that wants to travel. All the I time. know. Yeah. Really <laughs> They're almost never in the uh, office. <laughs> and you have an adorable, I mean, a really nice office, a brick and mortar yes. here in downtown Astoria mm -hmm. yes. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, um, yeah, it's really good. I'm there with um, Joe DiBartolomeo in his building, and yeah, so it's great. Yeah. So did, did the, the pandemic affect your business in any way, or um, how did it affect her? Did you have to change anything the way you did things? Um, not really. I, I was able to still keep going to the office, which was healthy for me. I got up, got dressed, went to the office, and then most people, you're right, it's just over the phone or mm -hmm. the insurance companies. So that's where it actually benefits my travel interest because the insurance companies had to figure out how to work remotely more and clients wanted to work remotely. So, um, but I was still in the office. So, but yeah, just learning how to, how to do the remote. Was and it, has it gotten easier? I mean, I, I love that we've learned a lot of things too during uh -huh. this about how to connect and uh -huh. actually see people's face. Um, yeah, yeah, it, um, yeah, it has. I, sometimes it's easier to have the person in the office, but yeah, sure. just trying to figure that out has worked. So, 
Well, that's yeah. exciting. So what's the next trip? You said you uh, had a couple plans. Yeah, so we're going to go to S- uh, Spain in the fall. And um, so so we've, we've been to, um, you know, started in Turkey, um, in Istanbul, where my, my daughter and her family is. And then so we'd gone to Italy and went to Rome, which is it's just amazing now to travel because nobody's traveling. I went to Rome, went to, you know, Vatican City. You could see so much. And so, so and then we went to Florence, which I'd never been to Florence. All the Renaissance is amazing. And then we toured Tuscany. And then the next trip, we went to um, Budapest and Prague, and um, which I'd never been to. So this one, we're going to go to Spain and kind of tour the southern part of Spain. We're going to go to Barcelona, of course, and then, and then get down the coast and then tour and then back to Madrid. So besides Clatsop County, what is what are some of the favorite places that you've visited and why were they the most, either yeah. um, internationally or, or nationally? So um, so I went to New Zealand a few years ago with my youngest son and um, we did the Melford Trek, which is like a four-day hike, and that was amazing. And New Zealand's so similar to here that it's, hmm. yeah, so um, I know people ask me what's my favorite, and I think that, I'm, I mean, I've been, we went to Australia and then I, the kids were in China, so I was. The, I went to China s- several times, and then um, to Thailand. Then I've been through Europe, most of the countries in Europe, and um, um, except I haven't been to Spain yet, so this will be new. But yeah, I I think New Zealand's just feels good and yeah. similar to Oregon, but it has to be warmer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so the terrain yeah. is yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah, very lush it is. and mountains. Yeah. Yeah, and then when they so New Zealand one time had all um, birds, flightless birds, and so all the birds were on the ground. And then of course when it started getting people getting there, you know they'd bring rats and stuff. But they've got these birds that are amazing, and they're just you know, so a lot of bird sanctuaries and different huh. things. So it's just yeah, it's a neat place to go to. Now we had a guest on the show once that talked about China mm-hmm. and visiting China, and one of the things that struck him was, and this is visit 10 years ago mm-hmm. but talked about the industrialization and this level of smog and he'd never right. encountered that anywhere before was that is that mm-hmm. similar to what you discovered yeah or? the coal um so what they do is they have monitors in their home of you know how how like the smog type thing the air purity wow. and try to make sure that stays good so then you have air purifiers in your home and then when you go out you're right how long can you go out and they have masks they would wear if they needed to and hmm. yeah even yeah. before COVID, they were on the mask. I know, I know. right? That's <laughs> right. The rest of the world was like, wear a mask. What's the big deal? I know. <laughs> but they were different. They were those ones with the thing, the plastic thing on it that, yeah, it's they a told respirator. you not to wear. Right. They told you not to wear with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in nationally, do you have a favorite then, a uh, favorite trip nationally? Um, so I don't know. Or yeah, no, maybe not a, favorite, but yeah. interesting. You said you've been to all 50 states, but you're thinking of doing them again. Yeah, yeah. So um, so one, one that we're talking about doing is going to, um, and I can't remember where the Alamo is. It's San Antonio, I think, and then, and then driving down to Galveston, then over to New Orleans. So we've just talked about. Nice. And then going back, Mark wants to go to um, Kennedy Space Center. So doing yeah. that and then Disney World. So we've kind of talked... Of course, there's the eastern coast, and I love, um, like, where the Amish live, that whole area, the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. I love that area, so I don't know. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. But we did talk about, you know, in each state, there's a special place to go see, and so it'd be fun to try to 
Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. And we didn't get specific on this before we went on the air, but I take it from your, I visit all 50 states and your ability to actually talk. I hate when people like consider I drove on I-95 down the East oh. Coast, so I've seen all those states. <laughs> no, you really haven't. You know, I was I was in the, the X airport, so I've seen the state. No, yeah. you haven't, even though <laughs> technically you've visited. Yeah. You haven't really visited. Yeah. So I like that you, you've seen these places and you've appreciated yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I see a so. book in your future, Linda. Uh. <laughs> or a photo, a photo book or yeah, something. Yeah, that would be fun. Yes, uh, I can help you with that. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Making deals on adventures in history. Yes, we are. <laughs> as we dream about traveling. So is there any anything you're involved in uh, yeah. in the community oh, yeah. at all that you want to plug with the last 20 seconds we got? Um, <laughs> or oh how, how would people get insurance from you if they wanted to, yes. to get some insurance? How would they get in contact with you? Um, well, I've, I've got a website, um, and then um, duganins.com, and then um, they can email me. Can I? Can yes, do, of course. Um, Linda com, and then my phone number is 503-440-3909. That's great. Well, thank you so oh, much for joining you. us tonight. Thank I appreciate you. it. Okay. Excellent. Go make some history. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us for An Adventure in History. An Adventure in History is created and produced by the Clatsop County Historical Society and brought to you by KMUN.